0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 051. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 51.
1: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talked like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Hey guys, guess who's back everyone?
1: Hello, it's Mr. Smith.
0: Yay! <laughs> I'm
1: back.
0: I'm so excited. I've been so fucking giddy. I,
1: can- <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd be back.
0: I, you said you'd be... I can't do that voice. <laughs> Gotta get a little army in there. You the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper!
1: <laughs> oh my god, babe. That is hilarious. It's like got Indian in it. Like he sounded like I'm a s- East Indian. I am so... Get to the chopper
0: well when we're when we're in acting and we have to do like we have to do uh um improvisations and stuff like that like i I can really only do like a like a Russian
1: yeah what's, I, let me hear you Russian um you in a hurry um, why are you Russian
0: why are you Russian <laughs> no, I'm getting I'm now I'm getting all nervous or like a total like ghetto. Girl or like a valley girl, but I'm horrible at accents. I'm absolutely can't do
1: the German, huh? Can't do the Austrian.
0: No, that one's really challenging for me.
1: You got to do it for California.
0: Uh, California. <laughs> 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 Get to the chopper! <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to have you back, babe.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad to be back.
0: So, uh, if you've if you've been hanging out with us on the show for a while, you know that that uh Mr. Smith is been my lovely sidekick and then he you took a a nice nice couple of months break while you were doing a lot of I did I had other projects going
1: and didn't have time for it so I apologize junkies I'm back
0: but it's good we were able to have a bunch of guesties yeah no it worked out and and that was that was really a blast was just a great little spin yeah Um, but Uh, so so if you're new to the show at all, we, typically what we do is we, we just go back and forth between life topics and love topics. And today we have a love topic or a relationship topic. And, you know, just a little note on that, by the way, a lot of times when we talk about relationship stuff, it is absolutely applicable to family relationships or workplace relationships. And so I, I really encourage you to look at it from a different lens if you're single or, um, you know, not in a relationship at the moment. Uh, there's still a lot of stuff that you can apply to other relationships in your life. So well, Sure.
1: Love transcends. It's not just about your your life partner or your loved one, you know, your spouse. It's about whoever you
0: love. Are you my life partner, babe? I'm your life partner, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, okay. So, when we first... Th- this is something that's crazy. I was just telling... T- we were talking about this before we started recording. I We just did our 50th pod last 50. week. This one's the 51st.
1: F- fifty. So, so we have fifty cent.
0: Fitty. Um, and so we are going to party like it's my birthday.
1: Yeah, because it is your birthday.
0: It's my birthday, you guys. Not not today, not today but the fifteenth of May. Fifteenth coming my up toys. on Thursday. Yeah, and tomorrow,
1: I'm, according to this podcast.
0: Yeah, according. To, yeah. Don't give away our <laughs> secrets. God damn it. Um, but Mr. Smith could not bear the thought of waiting till my birthday to give me my. Birthday gift, so he. Gave... I've been hanging
1: on to it for almost a week,
0: and he's like burning, burning a
1: hole in my pocket. Yeah,
0: and so he gave me the most amazing pendant. Uh, this is some hippie shit over here. That's this, right. This is some hippie shit. That's some hippies. We love. We that. love some hippie shit over here. Um, so why don't you tell them? Tell them about this beautiful necklace you got me.
1: Well, it's a uh, a Labradite pendant, and it's handmade by a gal I know that was a student in my class. And one day she brought a bunch of jewelry in. And was, you know, hawking her wares during the lunch hour. I will
0: look upon your things. Gypsy. <laughs> I will look upon
1: your things, Gypsy. I will look on your treasures, Gypsy. <laughs> and yeah, she was. She's she's pretty much a gypsy. And awesome. <laughs> she's this cool little surfer chick. Anyway, but she makes jewelry and she makes beautiful stuff. Just really intricate work. And uh, there was a couple of pieces that were laying out, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, my Amy's birthday's coming up. I could get that. And then someone would snag it right before I would get in there and get it, you know, before I made a decision. And um, so I just asked her, hey, would you make a a piece for my wife? Like I kind of told her about your situation and who you were and everything like that. And she ordered a stone just for you and crafted it just for you. And did like a little ritual blessing over it, just for you, and like
0: like a cleansing yeah, of the stone. a little cleansing
1: of the stone. it was really cute,
0: I love it, and then sent
1: literature with it and everything, and it just looks beautiful, it hangs perfectly, like looks good on you, babe
0: I love it, and so he gave it to me last night, and I seriously slept in it.
1: I know. I was I like, like, don't break it. Don't I
0: break it. I didn't want to take it off. Well, I'm not really a restless sleeper, <laughs> so true. I, I kind of just like curled up and held it and just like kind of curled up like Aww. a like a little girl who got like a new baby doll that she can't let go of. So sweet. So excited. am so glad you like it, love. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. So I will happily accept any birthday wishes if you guys want to swing by. Shoot me an email at podcast at thejoyjunkie.com. In fact, I was wondering, I thought since we have... We've done 50 shows and I hear sporadically from people here and there that, you know, that it, they really get a lot of information and, and it's really helpful for them. I would – it would be such an incredible gift if you guys would just shoot me an email and tell me what's one of the biggest takeaways that you've you've received from listening to the pod, whether it's from me or one of the guesties or Mr. Smith said something or I just uh, – in, in the, the – The way that this works, like I, we kind of throw it out and I have my podcast stats and I, I can see how many people are downloading and stuff. But if I don't hear from anybody, I'm, we're just kind of like, okay, I, I I hope that
1: this is going well. I
0: I hope that helped you, you know, and then I hear every once in a while from people. So I am, I'm a big fan of asking for what you need. What do you need? And so I'm requesting as a birthday gift to myself. Those junkies who are out there who who have received any value from this, if you would just shoot me an email and say, "Hey, this is the bi- one of the best things that I learned."
1: You better be careful; you're going to break the server. Oh, please! Now you're gonna-
0: <laughs> but you, yeah, you can reach us at podcast at thejoyjunkie In fact, I was thinking I should change that to pod. I, I think that'd be cute to be pod at the joy junkie. Yeah.
1: Pod at the joy junkie. Anyway, yeah, okay.
0: but we do have some shit to teach you today. Yes. Um,
1: Moving right along. I just got
0: so pumped that you were here, and I'm stoked about my pendant and my birthday. I know, and Me too. Everything that's just... Stoked. It's just going to be a good day. Glad to be back. So today, we're going to actually talk about how to deal with relationship shit that pisses you off. Relationship? Relationship. So he, the, the one thing that I think, and I feel like this, and I'm sure you do too, um, and it's a sentiment that I think is, is held by a lot of people is... If only you were different, then this relationship would be just fine. <laughs> like yeah. if only you would do this differently.
1: Right. It's hard to own your own shit.
0: It really is. And it in always when we're upset about something or when we have a grievance with our spouse, we f- innately feel victimized. Like yeah. we feel like we've got the shit under the stick. So our natural inclination will always be blame. Right. We will always intuitively turn to blame. But that does not mean that blame and or victimhood, especially in tandem, ever yield results that we want. Like it never, what we want is there to be some change. We want something rectified inside the relationship. But if we continue, go mean you know, like blame, 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 not enough, not enough, look at what you do, look at what you do, that never is a motivator. It right. never yields the result that you want. So I'm going to give you guys a four-step process into dealing with shit that pisses you off inside your relationship. get your pencils. Yes, this is definitely going to be a note-taking situation. And this is, again, as I've mentioned in the past, this is all about stuff you can do. So this this is great if your partner can do this with you, but... This is truly about you being the best person inside of your, of your relationship and, and showing up in a way in which you are proud. Okay?
1: You can do it.
0: You can do it. <laughs> okay. So the first thing is I want you to identify a common issue that you complain about in your relationship. So And you can go through this process With any Anything Any complaint Okay And this can also Again like I mentioned before This can apply to You know siblings Or friends Or coworkers Or whatever Anyone else Pets (laughs) Like if you would just Stop pissing on the floor Things would be amazing (laughs) Our dog Our dog wears diapers By the way Yes, she does. That's how we rectified that complaint. <laughs> um, so I want you to identify, identify what's the issue. So nail it down to one thing, because especially if you're in a really rocky relationship, you're probably going, Oh, God, Amy, oh, let me tell you. Okay, so I fucking hate that he does this, and I hate that she does this, and I, and you just start going off this laundry list. Yeah, that's true. And then what happens? You get worked up, you're uncomfortable, you feel like shit, nothing's changing. Okay. So that isn't that hasn't served you in the past. So nail down one thing first, just one thing. So I'm going to give the example of, and I've used this plenty of times before because I think it's somewhat common. I can't stand that my husband watches so much sports, um, and that's not that's not a real situation because you're actually really, really
1: just during NBA playoffs. That's the only time I watch.
0: But you're sports. still you're so amazing. Like you fast forward shit and yeah and you're you're like i have it on dvr do you want to like i just don't
1: have three hours where i can just sit and watch <laughs> you know like i know. i got well, shit I to you. do
0: so identify that and we'll take the example of i can't stand how much sports my husband watches he is so barbaric oh my god he starts screaming and ta-da-da. he just zones out he can't focus you know and then you go in that spiral of how much you hate this one thing right so maybe it's you know She doesn't cook enough or he doesn't, you know, clean up enough or whatever it is, okay? And then the second thing I want you to look at is what what are you really angry about? Because most of the time it's not the actual sports. It is the message that's coming across to you. So usually in that situation it's something like what I'm actually pissed off about is I don't feel like he enjoys spending time with me. I feel like... The game is more important. Leisure is more important. Um, I feel like I'm infringing on... Always second. Yeah. Always always coming... So there's. it's usually not just that they like something else. Right. You know, or that they prefer to not, you know, take the trash out or she prefers to not cook. It's not usually that. It's that it's the message that it sends to you. Mm-hmm. Right. What would you it's, say?
1: Well, it's just kind of what is happening to you. Right? What's your experience? It's it's how you interpret. Exactly. It's how you interpret your perspective.
0: It's true because the fact is your partner is doing something. That's the fact. Like they are, you know, they don't take out the trash or they, you know, leave their shoes out or they watch. It's not as
1: important to you as it is to them as it is to you.
0: Right. They're watching TV. They're, you know, whatever it is. That's just the fact of the matter. And then we take the interpretation to heart, we make it mean something really, really personal when most of the time that's not the partner's intent. Like, it, it, like let's say you were obsessed with sports. You wouldn't be like, let me sh- deliberately show my wife how unimportant she is to right, me. Right, right. Right? That's it, not the case, right? it, That's not what's happening. But we interpret the actions, in, you know, through no fault of our own from past experiences or childhood or whatever, whatever. And we interpret it to mean something. So that's what you are really, really angry about. So that's on you because you've taken a fact and you've interpreted it to mean something. Okay. Which obviously, like if it's infidelity or something like that, it's like, okay.
1: Whole different game.
0: You're, you're just in interpreting that right. there's something amiss in the relationship, sure. right? Unless that's okay. the
1: deal you guys worked out.
0: Right, right. Which no judgment. <laughs> Right. No judgment. So, but this is about looking at um, the minutia, the little things that add up, that, uh, that, that make the day in and day out relationship challenging because you get pissed that they don't park the car the right way or they, you know, or they didn't pay this bill or they, whatever it is. All right. So I want you to look at what it, What am I really angry about? What is the interpretation that I have made that action mean?
1: That's a huge piece right there.
0: It is because that's what that's the that's the fuel that's what gets you like. Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it can be a difficult process getting there, but once you get there and you figure out, oh, that's my part, or that's how I'm doing it, then it changes the whole game.
0: Right, and then you then you're better equipped. And we're going to get there. But you're better equipped at handling what really needs to be handled. Right. Um, And it'll come
1: across to your partner a different way.
0: Absolutely. So the third step, and this is kind of, you know, the natural chronology of what we've been talking about, is really looking at what is my role. Okay. So what do I need to own? And I'm going to give you a major hint right here. Most of the time, it's your approach and your delivery. Bam. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs)
1: podcast over (laughs) fade to (laughs) black
0: um but yeah like it's a lot of times people will if you're you know if you're if you tend to be more outspoken and kind of gregarious you're you're pretty good about telling your partner what you want and need but you're not very good about (laughs) the delivery or the approach and then the opposite of that is just never saying anything at all you know yeah So, so Basically, two approaches that don't work at all.
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Then it turns into other things instead of the problem at hand. Right. Yeah.
0: And I do want to underscore this, too, that this is why I do what I do. Okay. Because nobody fucking teaches you this anywhere. You know, like we learn. And I, I they do at the Joy Junkie. At thejoyjunkie.com, bitches. Right. <laughs> but I, I have said in the past, you know, like we learn physical education we learned we learned biology we learned math we learned all we we even le- learned critical thinking skills but nobody says here's how to get your needs met here's how to properly communicate with your spouse so if you haven't been if you've only been doing what you know congratulations like that's all you have to go on exactly so now that you know something different and you have the awareness now you have the opportunity to get a different result which is what we're always hungry for so start looking at what's your role. So let's say let's go back to the same example of you know, uh, you know, being so pissed about the the sports, right? So let's say it's a wife who's pissed about the sports and she just nags and bitches and makes him wrong and is like, God, you're gonna watch that again? Mm-hmm. How much
1: are you gonna watch today? Yeah, when are we gonna hang out
0: again? Really, like.
1: All day like this?
0: All right. Well, good to see you too. Like all yeah. passive aggressive, you know, all these comments. And I always say, how would you respond to you if you were on the receiving end? Would you be like, yeah, you're right. I can't wait to turn off this game and hang out with you. Right. When you're behaving that way. Right, right. Yeah. That's way more fucking appealing. So that's for you to own. Okay. That is for you to own. Now it's natural For you to have that reaction, but what I want you to understand is it's okay to be upset in the moment, but know that how you approach it and how you deliver that information will either uh, hinder the results you want or accelerate the results you want. That's the control that you have. So I want you to think about what do you need to own. And sometimes even aside from the delivery, it's the fact that you've never really examined why this really bothers you. Right,
1: right. Why is it that him watching sports on Sunday or whatever or her watching sports on Sunday is so um, makes you get so upset. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good, babe.
0: And okay. we've had those situations before where you're like, "What is this really about?" Right. You know, and that's that's the bitch of being a life coach with a husband who like observes your work because <laughs> then he like calls you out on your shit. But,
1: but it's, you know, likewise, I get called on mine too.
0: Nonstop. I know, nonstop. Like, are this damn this this profession keeps you honest. Let me just tell you. <laughs> keeps you
1: honest for sure.
0: But um, but yeah, you, you, just the other day, I had stuff that it was like a surface level of something that was bothering me. And then when I really dissected it, I was like, oh, what I'm really upset about is, is this, right. is, you know, is something way deeper, way more profound. And it was, it was dictating how I was behaving. And then I was taking it out on you and I was, you know, not being a good communicator and I, and I had to own it. And it was really That's cool. That's awesome that it, you do that. It though. was cool because the next day, you know, when you we were kind of talking it out and stuff, you were like. I'm just so grateful that you really look at your part. You really look at what you did wrong. It, it makes it so much
1: easier to accept my part.
0: It's true. Yeah, it's true. And I, um, I, I want to be better. You know, I want to communicate better. And for any of you guys who are out there who, um, it's the same reason why, like, when people say like I don't need therapy," and I'm like, anyone who says I don't need therapy needs a therapist worse than anybody else. <laughs> It's true. So if you think you have nothing to work on in your your relationship or you think, well, if only my spouse would do this, then let me tell you, you need to shine the light right back on yourself because chances are there's a shit ton you can work on. Right. So So true. And what brings me a lot of peace around this and what I share with a lot of people about this is that if you're in a situation where you're really unhappy or where it might be the end, you you might need, need to look at separation. Divorce might be... Um, coming up on the horizon or something yeah, that like sucks. that then in order to walk away with with no regrets and to feel like you did everything in your part this is what I suggest you do you know show up in a way in which you can be proud deliver information in a way that is kind be articulate be truthful give that person every opportunity to be what you need and that way you can keep your nose clean. That way, when you walk away, you can go. You know what? I did everything in my power. I was as kind as I could be. I was articulate. I I explained exactly how I felt about everything. Right. Um, I called things out. I apologized. I owned my shit. That's the stuff that keeps you in integrity. If you if it does end. If right. you do have a partner who won't work on it, if they won't reciprocate, if they're if they're not at the level of growth that you're at,
1: but you know it, it you know just a side note, it, it's just like a muscle. If you don't, the more you flex it, the better you get at it. Right. So don't expect to just jump into this and be like, oh, master. Like it takes a little bit to get used to how to, yep, to uh, function in that, owning yours and letting them have theirs situation
0: totally yeah and I would also add to that is is just like a muscle you don't get all big and buff and then just stop
1: right you never arrive that's right. that's you maintain right. absolutely
0: so you know that's why I always try to share examples from our life that you know yes we are sublimely happy we have a really really incredible soulmate relationship for 17 years but we still have shit I still behave in a way that I'm not proud and I have to apologize and own it
1: and I do too and that's absolutely. why
0: it's working out. Like you keep working out, you that's keep right. flexing that muscle, working you keep out, maintain, like yep. maintaining. You don't just arrive. So, um, so give your give yourself some room for compassion there. If this is new stuff to you and you've never really moved past blame and looked at your role, then uh, then give yourself some some room to ease into it. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. So start looking at what's your role. Now there's another another thing at play here too. And it is if if how you've behaved in relationship to that issue would actually influence your partner. So what I mean by that is if you always made them wrong for wanting to watch sports or um, gave them a real tough time and always teased them or talked shit about them to your your friends or family. Right. Then that might also be a huge piece that you need to own because that might drive them to go do it more. Sure. Right? So and it's that but like the preacher's daughter, right. <laughs> <laughs> that might be another component of what you need to own. Not just how you deliver it. But, you know, like for instance, like when when people uh when there's infidelity, it's very rarely is it that once, you know, the the person who was cheated on was this perfect angel who showed up in the relationship and did everything perfectly. And it was, you know, that's – and it, it does happen. It but, does, sure. But it's very, very rare. Usually there's negligence. You know, they're not um, paying attention to the relationship as much as they could have. So is it ever warranted like I – I give you a free pass to cheat no but I I recognize that I may not have made it easy for you to be faithful right. that's that's a different thing to own sure so yeah. I hope I'm making that clear sure
1: and on the other side of the coin if you, if your spouse is doing a really good job at at keeping you you know keeping you happy and doing the things that you've asked and it's a good relationship and you still feel that urge to ha- be uh, be less than faithful What is it that you really need? Yeah. Because it's not really the other person or the sex or whatever. It's something that you're not getting in your relationship that you're not asking for. Right. You know.
0: Or that you're just not getting in general that you expect to get from a spouse. And this is actually a whole new pod that we could do. Um, And I've talked about this with a couple of our Mm, guest hosts where we expect our partner to fulfill absolutely every one of our needs. Right. When in reality, that is way too much pressure to put on one person. So, for instance, if if in our marriage you weren't getting enough adventure because I am not adventurous. Oh, no, no. It doesn't necessarily mean I need to find a woman who gives me adventure, but maybe I need to cultivate that need for adventure in another way. Like right. maybe I need to go, you know, hiking with a friend or I need to join, you know, um, some sort of group that does adventure seeking or something Sky like diving that. Skydiving or right. something Which, like that. fuck you if you do that because we've had too many injuries in this household for <laughs> you to be doing that. But but I'm just saying there's ways to get needs met you know whether it's creativity or adventure or um, whatever it might be through a different medium other than a rela- romantic partnership. Sure,
1: we'll do that podcast. Okay, we've another got it. Yeah,
0: I've got it. I've got to make a note about that. Okay, and then fourth and finally, I want you to ask yourself in relationship to this grievance, this complaint inside your relationship, how can I better express my needs in a way in which I can be proud? So almost if you could picture. If you could picture yourself sitting across from yourself on the couch, and you are delivering that information to you, and you're telling you what you really want, how would you behave? Because when we're yeah, looking at good. our spouse, we're fueled by historical data, by past relationship, and we go we get all geared up and we deliver information like with, with a bitterness and spite but we tend to want to take care of ourselves if we're picturing how we would want to receive that information. right? And so I always ask myself, how do I need to behave so that I'm proud of me? And that's even when I came to say to you the other day, I was like, I just wasn't proud of how I behaved. Right. And so I apologize for that. And I want to change that. So, and then what do you do? You're receptive. Right. Because you're yeah, like, no. oh, okay. Instead of me going like, I'm still upset with you. I'm still and then, you
1: know, my... Instead of me going, man, she's just da 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 da. I go, oh wow, she really owned her thing. Okay, what what part of what, you know it makes it easier for me to go? You know what? I'm sorry too. I came across like this, and, you know, and and it makes it so much easier to complete a uh, an issue an issue. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, um, but I'll do this too, even if it's uh, a situation where I don't. Like let's say it's not you. Let's say it's a friendship or I've had this a couple times in friendships uh, or workplace relationships or family. I've done this with family where I really have no idea how I'm going to be received about an issue that I'm upset about in that relationship. And so I have to – I kind of – I always call it gearing up. Like I'll gear up and say, okay, at the end of this conversation – what do I need to say? How do I need to behave? How do I need to show up so that I'm proud of me? Whether or not they agree with me, they're ready to work on things, they want, you know, they own their shit, whether no matter what they do. Right. How do I need to show up? Because it is not my responsibility how I am received. It's only my responsibility how I show up. Yep. Cuz that's the only barometer. If we had if the if the gauge or the barometer was how we were received, we could never win because everybody's how how they receive you is different. Yep. So you can only have your own kind of internal compass. So think about let's just recap. Think about the issue that you want to com- that you've been complaining about. Okay, what are you really really upset about? Number two, number three, what's your role? What do you really need to own? And oftentimes it's either shit you have not said you haven't articulated, you've never given them the opportunity to be what you need, or you've approached it or your delivery has been really offensive or um, uh, driven them in the exact opposite direction of what you want. And just kind of ask yourself, how would I respond to me in this situation? And then finally, what can you do to better express your needs in a way in which you can be proud? And I will tell you another major tip here is to address it when you're not charged. So, sure. like, when you come home and he's watching sports and th- that you're, like, furious, that's the time to go be by yourself. Like, don't address it right then. It's like having sure. a loaded gun.
1: Yeah, you, exactly. You'll
0: be like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm really trying to be supportive right now of what you like. And, you know, like, yeah. you'll try really hard to, like, grab onto your emotions and be, <laughs> and be proud of yourself. And it just doesn't work. Yep. So you need to give yourself the expanse to feel what you feel and just don't address things when you're hot like that and charged and yeah. then come to it set yourself up for success come to your spouse and talk about it when you are in a much more level-headed less charged energy
1: right yeah those that's gonna change lives babe. like that changes relationships right there people apply those for it's, sure. yeah,
0: it's, it's so simple it is and that's why i'm like god i wish they would teach this in schools yeah, you know, I really do because I think fucking government would work better if we, <laughs> right? If we weren't so fucking mean to each other. See, like, does that ever make you want to change?
1: That's exactly the thing. you got to check your ego when right? you do that.
0: It's true. It, it's and that I mean that's really what coaching is about. Is about you personally being a better human. Sure. And because we cannot base our successes off of how we're received, uh, off of other people. Yeah. All we have is what we're in control of, which is our our own self and how we show up in our delivery so hopefully that was really helpful for you guys and before i go i wanted to make mention i've mentioned to you guys a few times that i actually have a course that i'm teaching right now with andrea
1: Yeah, that's right with my
0: best friend and so for some of you uh one of your big goals or dreams might be to save your marriage or to uh find a soulmate to have a really thriving relationship. So we're teaching this class. Let me back up a little bit. We're teaching this class called Bring Your Thing.
1: It's all about your thing.
0: Bring that thing.
1: Let <laughs> me see that big thing of yours. <laughs> hey, put that thing on the table.
0: Do you have two things?
1: No, just one. Just one.
0: Okay. Well, well, bring that big thing. <laughs> so we, we just started looking around and we saw all these people who had these gigantic dreams, goals, and ambitions, and and they were totally capable of achieving them, and they just didn't they wouldn't make the movement on them and yeah. we started noticing that consistently through all of our clients and our classes that we would teach what was arresting them was the internal work for feeling sure. not good enough um constant comparison people pleasing and doing things for other people that's
1: exactly what i do in my work i just do it on the physical level
0: yeah it's so cool it's crazy it's so cool it's yeah it's taking ownership Yep. Yeah, so we've crafted this course. It's absolutely ridiculously packed with so much value. So it's called Bring Your Thing. It's six weeks. It's a it's a telecourse intensive. Um, we do accept international calls, so uh, you can call in free if you're international. So, so here's the deal. I That's want you awesome. to go to bringyourthing.com slash make it happen. Make it happen, all one word. You can see all the information about it. And because we knew that everybody was going to have different things like, oh, I want want to compete in a triathlon or I want to write a book or I want to start my own business. We knew that everybody would have these different things that they were going to bring. So we loaded up over $1,200 worth of bonuses from our colleagues that target different areas like business, relationship, money, weight loss, things like that so that people would have additional resources besides our course. So we're going to show you the tactile ways to accomplish your goals. We're going to show you the inner work that has to be done. Because her and I both, we started our own our own businesses. We're both published authors. Um, I got back into acting after 20 years. Yep. That was scary as shit. She's done uh, triathlons, like roller derby. We've done a bunch of shit that was big, big goals for us. That if we did not have the internal compass, the internal awareness that we were worthy, that we were capable... God damn, that would have been hard to navigate. So, uh, and we also just added a year of support. I, I, I totally forgot about this. We just added an additional year of support from the two of us. Whoa! Um, for I I know it's it's four hundred bucks, dude. It's three ninety seven. It's ridiculous. And you get all for tw- six
1: weeks. Like that's six, a weekend class. And Easy t-
0: twelve hundred dollars in bonuses. And I'm not shitting you about that. Like if you go to the our colleagues website, damn. you'll see all of these products. For sale for that. Anyway, it's just, it's ridiculous. So bringyourthing.com slash make it happen. If you want to change things in your relationship, you want to, you know, write a book, it doesn't matter what you want. Um, we can absolutely help you navigate that and, and we will give you, we'll give you everything. We, we absolutely have. So, so swing by there and, um, and see if it's for you. What was it again? It's called bringyourthing.com dot slash make it, make it happen. And oh, the price jumps on the nineteenth, so you have to you have to get in on it now so that you can get it for the for the three ninety seven cost. And so we have jump a, on that thing. We have a two jump on that thing. <laughs> okay, we need to end the, podcast. the 19th. yeah. We need to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Jump on that thing before the nineteenth, and we also have a two payment option too, which is kind of dope. So. All right. So that's enough of that. But I, again, I would love to support you. And I'm so pumped to have you back on the pod. This is the best.
1: I'm glad to be back. I really am. Good to see all my junkies again.
0: And yeah, so let us hear from you at podcast at com. And actually, Mr. Smith and I have been toying with the idea of doing a a class for couples, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe in the fall. That would be fun. We'll see.
1: Maybe in the fall. Yeah, you know. let's
0: let's play with that thing. Okay. All right. We'll
1: see. we we'll see where that thing leads us. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that's
0: exactly why we named it named it this, so we could have all <laughs> these like phallic comments. Um, all right, you guys have an amazing week. We'll we'll see you guys next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life,
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
0: Out. <laughs>